like, oh, you know. But I mean, I guess it's a double-edged sword. You can claim to want to be busy and, oh, yeah, I want this stuff. But, you know, I'm just one of those people. I create things to do. I'm never like bored or like, oh, I ain't got nothing to do. Well, I don't know who to call or I'm just sitting here waiting on the world to come save me. I got a lot of moving parts at all times. So I never look. You know, when people say, oh, if I say I'm busy, I mean, yeah, I'm busy and I'm really not looking to be busy. I'd rather have busy for money coming toward me, but me not doing a lot of unnecessary work. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> a lot of unnecessary work. You notice what I said? Yeah, because it's a lot of stuff you can, you know, use an app or software or some type of system or something other than just you sweating and breaking your own back for it. If that makes sense. Absolutely, buddy. Sure does. Sure does. That's that's uh, that's the key. That's that's the uh, you know. I mean, I'm speak, speaking of the choir, but that's you know, that's the difference between an entrepreneurial mindset and uh, just you know, you're working for yourself. You're you're just you're 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 trading your time for for money. Just you're you're the boss instead of somebody else or 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 that somebody else. That's right. Like they say right here on Facebook, systems are key. We are streaming live on Facebook, Periscope, Twitch. And of the Woke Real Estate Investing Group, and you got us on something too, right, Rich? Yeah, we're live on my on my YouTube uh, channel, uh, Metro STL Homes YouTube channel. But um, and then I, I just posted on the Hootie's House Buyers Club Facebook group that we're live with the link to the YouTube channel there. I'm I'm trying, you know, I'm taking baby steps here, Chris. Hey, what they say: uh, the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if anybody's watching on this live stream and you want to come in to the Zoom call, um, just shoot me a message or a rich message. We'll send you the link if you don't have it already. You should already be on the list. If you ever want to get on the list to be notified of these uh, streams that we do every other week, six o'clock central time, where we do this virtual networking, go to Met. What is the site again, uh, Rich? It's it's stlviplist.com. You don't have to be in St. Louis. That's just, you know, that's for my, yeah, when, you know, I focus on St. Louis, Chris does, whatever, but uh, that's just, you know, I decided to, you know, build the list that way for these, uh, for these things too. Okay. So. And say, this is Andy. And if you are watching in the uh, Woke Real Estate Investing Group, look down in the description, there's a link and it just says, give you permission to show your name to the uh, broadcaster and your picture. So we can see your face. We can put a that's face right. with you, but good to see you. What's up, Lucy? Lucy's in here too on Facebook. Lucy. So you got all the people in here waking up nice nice that's yeah you gotta be you gotta be awake stay woke or wind up broke that's so true man most definitely so uh orlando what are you working on you uh you in st louis too yes i am in st louis i'm trying to figure out how to get my camera operating but uh i'll figure it out as i you on a phone or a laptop or i'm actually on my laptop I think I have a I have Bit Defender and it's blocking my camera access from Zoom. Oh, gotcha! You yeah, got it so, so secure you can't get out. It's <laughs> like I heard about these guys. I heard they got you know need security, <laughs> top flight security. Oh, yeah, but I am based in St. Louis. I was uh, born and raised in St. Louis. I've lived all over. Uh, I've been in real estate for. Three years off and on, started out wholesaling, stopped for a while. Now I got back into it full time, starting post COVID. I know that may sound crazy, but uh, I actually, when people are being um, pessimistic, I tend to be optimistic. So uh, 
Yeah, we started wholesaling um, in May, and then I got my first deal closed the weekend before Father's Day. Um, so that was pretty good and exciting. Uh, made 15 grand JV with someone. Um, so yeah, I had nine, he had six. Um, right now we're working on a commercial property, mixed use unit. It's commercial slash residential. And I have another property in Richmond Heights that I am trying to get closed. So busy, like we said earlier, but uh, it's a good busy. Um, you got Richmond Heights. They should be fighting over there. They love that area. <laughs> yeah, they are. What, what you getting they for are. that? 250 I mean, I know it got to be a good number over there. Yeah, it's around 210. Oh, around see, I wasn't 210. that far off. I already know yeah. you got to bring your good wallet over there. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Really, at this point, I'm I'm uh, networking. I'm seeing who's who. I'm seeing who uh, who does good business, um, who's about what they say they're about, and um, building long relationships. Uh, I, the end goal, honestly, is to build my non-for-profit to build up the community that I grew up in, uh, get into rental portfolios, uh, and just build a, a a prosperous network within the St. Louis community. So, so you say you've been doing it for how long now? Uh, off and on for three years. My first deal I did three, actually three years ago. Um, and then I ran into some personal issues, so I had to slow down. Uh, then I just got back this May. Um, this May this year opened up a little LLC, me and my wife, and uh, hit the ground running. Got my systems, got my tools, prop stream, podio, uh, call tools, and, uh, you know, I, every day I make my calls every day, uh, walkthroughs every day, uh, went to a faster house meeting a couple of weeks ago to network, um, seeing rich Groves on Facebook. I said, Hey, he's got a networking, you know, platform. I'll join it and, uh, talk to a couple of other moguls in St. Louis. So really just trying to build my foundation and seeing who's who who's the movers who's the shakers you got a lot of people who say hey i'm interested and shoot me your property and they never get back with you so yeah. uh so i'm just kind of you know i don't take it personal it's just letting me know hey they're about business or hey they're not or you know it's just it's just part of the business so still learning still got a lot to learn so i'm looking forward to learning as much as i can from each each networking event, each deal. So you said you got out between uh, after a little while. What made you want to come back? <laughs> well, um, it's challenging. I like the challenge. I enjoy challenges. Um, golf is challenging. Chess is challenging. Those are some of my hobbies. Real estate is challenging as well. But I think it's something that's obtainable. Um, it's something that once you get the experience, you can learn. Of course, the money is good. I enjoy the money, uh, but I enjoy people. And honestly, when it's all said and done, I enjoy helping people. So wholesaling, um, I really find myself helping people out of those distress moments, um, even if it's me moving them out of their home, praying with them, um, bringing them a card. Uh, maybe someone you know recently died in their family. Um, so really, you know, of course, you know, I get up, I want to support my family, feed my family. But if I don't make, you know, anything on the deal, I know that I went in there with a genuine heart. So it all come back 
full circle. So you're going straight service, huh? Service oriented. Service, service, service. I, I love I, I, I Honestly, I think the more genuine you are, um, the better response you'll get from people. As long as you're honest and you let them know, hey, what you're doing, I think you get a better response out of people. So I'm still trying to work this camera out. <laughs> I'm still trying to work it out. I'll get it. I'll they don't want you to be great. Mine was fuzzy when I first came in. I had to go out and come back in. Yeah, I just got to click some buttons in. So. What's this? <laughs> right. It could be something that simple. A little smudge on my camera. You know, Orlando, you got to take that, that piece of black tape off the camera. <laughs> that extra security of the, the electric tape, you know. That you yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, what's in the Mark Zuckerberg did on that picture. Say he even know the cut. That's why you see my camera like this. You know, right. my camera ain't that. All you gonna see is a scissor fan. You hack mine. <laughs> <laughs> I turned that bad boy up. You can see Man, the fan that I, ain't been on in forever. I don't even use. I'm gonna sit here and wait and see if he turns it on. <laughs> exactly. You, you'll be waiting. Fact, I'm a. I'm gonna leave and then I'm gonna come right back because I just turned off the uh the block and then i'll be right back okay. all right all right Orlando. Good, sounds good so like i said anybody else that do want to jump into this zoom call or anything make sure you go ahead and uh either shoot me or rich a message on facebook and we can send you the link if that's easier okay. yep and uh you know we'd love we'd love to see more faces on here don't be shy you know if you no judging right <laughs> I mean, right if i can come out here looking like this you can come on out here exactly <laughs> somebody saying i don't have my hair done or I don't have my makeup on or my hair combed. Who cares? We're just here to talk. Exactly. They're like, oh, I got to have it just right. Right. No, no, no. Now, what just happened here? Something happened and not me off the screen. Was it my something okay. I did? Uh, let me check. Let me see. Uh, you're still on my YouTube. Uh, but I'm you know, obviously a couple seconds behind. Let me I'm gonna wave my hand just to, so I know how time how far behind I am. It took me off when he went off, but I don't know. Maybe really? something. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you're still on the Zoom that I can see. It seems like you're still on the YouTube that I can see. Well, that's uh, yeah, and it's been since he's been off, but hmm. oh well. Let's see if I guess he'll pop back on and it might just click back on by itself. So are, are, are um, you off? Uh, are you off on your? Uh, no, no. Everything else was good. It's Zoom. Something Zoom did. Huh. Zoom, 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 okay. Zoom. Yeah. So we got, uh, yeah. So I was just mentioning, you know, so I'll, you know, people watching, you know, that we, uh, we also do, uh, the Hootie's House Buyers Club has its own annual or not annual monthly, sorry, monthly meeting coming up the first Tuesday of August, but we're not going to do it live and in person again with the latest spike of COVID. We're going to wait again. We'll see what it looks like for September. So we'll do it again, uh, 1130 AM to 130 PM on Tuesday, August Fourth, I believe that is. So first Tuesday, if anybody wants to join us, then it's during the day. So we'd love to have you. But um, yeah, so uh, we'd love to have you. I mean, come on out, share share any deals you've gotten done, any lessons you've learned, any mistakes you've made. You know, and then you want to share it, so nobody else makes those kind of mistakes. Or I, I hate calling mistakes. Like I do like calling them lessons learned. Lessons learned. I know we uh, we just finished up a little deal here. You want to share with everybody some of the fiasco we've been working on? Uh, it looks a little bit like this. No, I'm just, it's about I'm just, as raggedy. No, but <laughs> I know, man. That was that was so crazy. I mean, Chris Chris was uh, 
kind enough to reach out to me and thoughtful enough to reach out to me, uh, got a deal over on, uh, over, I mean, it's technically what called Washington Park in Illinois, but it's, uh, it's in East St. Louis, but it's a section of, uh, of East St. Louis called Washington Park. And, uh, so, you know, Chris called out and reached out to me and asked if I do, you know, have buyers over there, if I do deals in East St. Louis, and I'll be honest, I, I just don't, um, here's Orlando coming back in. Um, so I, I don't only because I don't have any buyers over there. So I've never really chased. I mean, I've had a few leads here and there. There's Orlando. <laughs> he back, like, but he muted. He muted, muted, but he back. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Are we good now? There he is. Oh, we are good. good. We are good. good. I, was just, good. I was just sharing a uh, a deal Chris and I just did together um, in East St. Louis, Washington Park. Okay. And Chris reached out to me because I've, you know, I've, I've done most of my deals, not all of them, but most of my deals in Illinois. So Chris reached out to me and asked if I had done anything in East St. Louis, had any buyers over there because he thought he had a pretty decent deal and, and on paper he does. Um, so we, we marketed, we did a JV, we marketed the crud out of it, got a, got a few buyers over there on a couple, you know, a couple days where it was like, well, I'm going to be here at this time. So I tried lining them up, you know, come every 15 minutes and, we have some people not show up and show up. Anyway, we got this one uh, this one lady from California come in town and, and was like, I, I want this house. Here it is. It was agreeable. Chris and I, you know, both agreed that the price was decent. And uh, we tried contacting the seller to, to get things done. He's like, nope, I want more money. So, wow. the, yeah, the seller tried to back out of the deal after rushing us. Now, this person beat us up about, oh, I want to sell this house. I want to close this house. I want to get it done. I need to sell it. I'm motivated, 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 right? Came off our website. Mm -hmm. We really want to sell. We get him under contract, same day. He's bugging us for the first three days, maybe six, seven days into it. All right, we're ready to close this week. He's like, oh, I want more money. Did you have him under contract already? Under contract already. And this was after oh, wow. the fact, like, he, uh, you know, he brought, I finally, the first couple times we went over there, he wouldn't show the basement. He would not show the basement. Like, oh, I got a dog down there. I can't show the basement, you know, whatever. So finally, this lady showed up. She was adamant. She's like, look, I am very interested. I haven't seen anything that's made me scared off. Uh, I'm very interested, but I've got to see the basement. So we get in the basement. There's charred, you know, charred joists from a fire in the basement. So we're thinking, oh, geez. And she's already thinking, oh, man, somebody's been down here cooking meth or something. Right. Or and, and then the furnace is shot. And he's got, he's got one, he replaced all the, he did, I mean, he was in the middle of rehab and when I recall Chris, but uh, one of you know, one of the, the plumbing lines, you know, one of the T's wasn't put on right. So there's just water spraying out of it. And uh, yes. he's like, I'll get that fixed. And if you want, I'll hook up the furnace from upstairs. And we're like, all right, cool. And I was going to, I was actually going to pay him to get to do that part out of my cut. You know, I was like, you know, go ahead. If we get the deal done, you go ahead and do it. I'll take it out of my cut. And, uh, so when I, when I reached out to him and said, yeah, we, we, we got to do it. We want to close. And I said, but you don't even have to, you don't even have to hook up the furnace. He's like, you guys got to pay for it. I was like, wait, what? So he, even that, he wanted more money. He wanted more wow. money for the furnace that he was already including in the deal. Then he wanted more money altogether. And finally, so Chris called him, talked to him. He's, you know, what, what was he kept telling you, Chris? You were talking to You him can't talk to me like no kid. Y'all trying to get my house for this. I'm like, I said, but you signed a contract, say you're willing to sell your house 
for X number of dollars. We're willing to buy it. He said, oh, I was just, I said, I asked him, so why did you decide to sell the property? And actually, if you want to see the full conversation, it's on my Instagram page. I actually okay. recorded the whole phone call on my, wow. on, on a live stream at Chris Monroe STL on Instagram. If you want to go get the full story of how this dude was talking crazy. Oh yeah. I ain't selling it. And all. I'm like, well, why would you sign a contract? He told me, well, I was just going to see what y'all was going to do. <laughs> well, why would we sign a contract and say we're gonna buy it if we ain't gonna close? Exactly. exactly. You say now it's up for bid. Whoever comes in with the highest bid, he's like, What are you talking about bid? We got a wow. contract. Then so what ended up happening? Well, uh I I ended up Chris asked me, I said, Hey, maybe maybe he likes you, give him a call. So I gave him a call and I talked, I you know I negotiated with him a little bit. I didn't really want to, but I was like, you know what, we could still make a little bit of money on this. Save the deal, get this lady from California into this house she wants real bad. And I talked and we negotiated. It was still okay. So we were going to do it. Uh, and they were going to do quick claim deed instead of a general warranty deed to save him some money on his end of the closing costs. And okay, he was okay with that. So I was uh, drawing up the quick claim deed and I, you know, researched the title and I saw in the county records it was both him and his dad on the title. So I just reached out to him and said, hey, uh, am I, is this right? Am I reading right? Is it both you and your dad or is it maybe just a mistype? You know, some, you know, county workers, you never know. Yep. Yep. So uh, he's like, yeah, that's my dad. And he's not going to sell. I was like, what? So now after all that, you know, he's like, yeah, my dad's not going to sign. He said he's not giving him, giving away a house for 31. We ended up negotiating up for 2000 to yeah, because he said my he said I'm respecting my dad's wishes and he don't want to sign nothing. And I'm like, so how you go? You can't sell the house. You can't sell it if you and your dad own it, which we didn't know because they got the same name. It was senior and junior. So you know, uh, looking at it, you would have never knew until you it was time to do business. Right. So he was a uh, really a, a headache. You know, from the very beginning, a pain in the butt. He tried to you know rush us to buy it. We get ready to close. He started backing out. Oh, I need more money. Then he backed out again. Oh, no, I need this. Oh, no, I want that. You know, he just all over the place. And then what did he do at the end, Rich? He come back yeah. and say what? Yep. He's like, he called me. Literally. <laughs> he called me and said, hey, uh, if you and Chris want that house, you guys can have it. <laughs> this was a couple of days later. We had already found another house for this lady and got her into a different house and got the deal closed. And he calls and says, hey, if you guys want that house, you can have it. I was, I think I was driving home from that that money or maybe it was the next day <laughs> I, was like, I was like no it's all right we're gonna pass he's like what what you know he thought we were gonna be like all right cool yeah let's do it uh-huh. like, like the house was worth that much it needed more work than he originally told us it was gonna need it was it wasn't worth it literally i mean at the numbers even that even that 3100 we negotiated probably wasn't worth it at that point but wow. yeah for somebody that you know wanted to live in it and fix it up yeah it'd be great or, so we had to do a little bit of good cop, bad cop, and all the other yeah. cops in between. But it, you know, he he was really a headache. Yeah, you know, and just to find out he can't sell it no way. It's his daddy on him. His daddy refused. The thing is done anyway. Period. Yep. Right. So yep. it, it just wow. really made it hard. But you know, it, it's part of life. It's some of the things you have to learn as you go through. Title issues can always come up. You know, it's really nothing you can do about it. You won't know until you start digging and, you know, start researching. And you'll find out that, hey, they got problems, more problems yeah. than they told you. They always got some problem, yeah. but he got oh, more yeah. problems. Oh, yeah. And, and I think what he didn't realize is that you by even by going the, the route of the quick claim deed, which I normally don't even do quick claim deeds, but uh, by going the route of quick claim deed, because it had just gotten purchased from a tax sale in January, but he had owned it for seven months. So... 
if we had gone general warranty deed and he had gone to closing, even the tie, even the contracts that he was responsible for his side of the closing, he was going to have to pay his side of the closing costs plus the prorated taxes. So he would have probably come out out of that two thousand dollars. He might have come out with five hundred bucks. Bucks exactly. <laughs> you know, you never. I don't. I mean, I don't know, but maybe a thousand, whatever. Taxes that high over there? See, that's why I just do Missouri side. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. You got to add that's this that extra step you got to add into Illinois deals. Uh, wow. you know. Add up some more money. So yeah, but you know, in the end, though, at least we got somewhere for the you know the young lady who needed a property. So you know, we did help at least a buyer find a house because Rich had another property where uh, you know tell them how that went, Rich. What was going on yeah. with that? I mean, literally, like while we were in negotiations, you know, with this guy. Or, or getting people over to go look at the house, an, an old, an old seller that had been reaching out to me for a while reached back out to me after after a deal fell through and it couldn't, you know, uh, it just wasn't going to work. Uh, about it's been about a year. He reached out to me and said, uh, "Hey, um, would you be interested in trying to find me a trying to find me a buyer?" Because he knew I was looking for investor partners or buyers you know, and buyers. He's like, "Can you find somebody for this house?" It's like I can give another try. He had dropped the price like two thousand dollars, and he had done a bunch more work to the house himself while he was fixing it up in that year. So like, well, it actually might work. Let me let me check it out. So I I had just put it under contract three days before this fell apart, or mm. two days, and then we finally got got the girl in there and closed it. You know, total of four days after I had just gotten this one under contract. Wow. Um, it, was, it was triple the money, I think. Yeah, roughly, not quite triple the money she was going to pay for the other house, but. Uh, yeah, that's cool. So we had to create a creative deal just to make that deal work as well. So, you know, the creative real estate is life changing. You know, everybody, you know, they say, oh, I got to beat them up and get them down to $2 for the price. Not all the time. If you can work and structure a deal, you can get people usually the price they want if they're willing to take some type of creative payments over time. Right. Yeah. Because she I mean, literally, this it was a weird situation because this gal that we sold it to, you know, doesn't deal with banks at all. She does everything in cash. And she only had her $5,000 or whatever it was that she was going to pay for the East St. Louis house with her. So she had her cash, her cash, her guys bringing cash with her from California already on the road. They were already on the road heading to heading to St. Louis, you know, to get this deal yeah. done. And then she says, uh, oh, wait, we're not buying that $5,000 house. We're buying a $14,000 house. And uh, so the, the only way they can get it done is if we could do it on terms. They, they paid Chris and I our, our fee up front and then they paid a little bit down and then they're going to make two payments by the end of the year to pay the whole thing off. But the the seller, and, and that's the thing, a lot of people don't realize you can't think with your mindset what the seller is going to do. You can't. All you can do is present to the seller an offer, right? I mean, this guy, because he was, he'd been sitting on it for a year. He was just excited. And, and originally when I first dealt with him, he's like, look, I've had a couple of people wanting to do like lease options or rent to own or something. And I, I don't want to deal with that. Um, so when I reached out to him, I said, look, I know you said you didn't really want to deal with this, but this is going to be super short term. We're going to get it completely closed by the end of the year. We'll give you like three up front. We'll give you 5,500 on two payments and it'll be all paid off. And he said, let's get it done. Literally jumped out of the phone almost like, okay, let's do it. Where do I sign? Exactly. Wow. Especially if they're getting some money right now and some money in the next couple of months. The house is sold and you don't have to deal with it anymore. Cutting right. the grass, maintenance on it, insurance, taxes, all that stuff that comes with home ownership. Because people don't realize home ownership, you have to be a responsible person. 
It's just not for everybody. Some people should just go rent. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to take on a home or multiple homes like I have, it takes some responsibility. You know, you got to have some, you know, structures and some systems in place. Wouldn't you agree, Rich? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And he, he you know, just, you know, not to keep beating on it, but he, you know, he was from Granite City. That's where he lives. He lives in Granite City. And this rental property was in Cahokia or this property's in Cahokia. So he's driving to Cahokia, or to Cahokia from Granite City once a week, cutting grass. You know, checking on things, working on stuff. I mean, that whenever he decided to work on stuff, you know, he'd drive from Granite City to Tokyo, or he worked out in St. Peter's. So he's coming home from St. Peter's to Tokyo to work on something over the night or whatever. So that's just long. Those are long days, long hours, long trips. I mean, it wears on you. And if you don't know that, if you don't uncover, like, what do you call Chris? Uncover their pain? Yeah, you got to get those pain points. That's right. You got to understand. First, you got to identify all of their pain points, because if you don't first identify and present a solution or have some type of solution, the numbers don't matter. No way. Numbers are just made up anyway. People don't realize that all this crap made up. Somebody made up a price because it's relative to what we think that something's worth. It's just a number that's made up. And, you know, if we don't identify and solve the pain for that person. It don't even matter. So true. So true. And that's why I in a a I. Hey, dang it, I goofed it up. I even asked you last time, is it A or I? A? For Ayla. Ayla. I'm just always in a million calls. That's why I never yeah. have my camera on. Yeah, you are Hi, going, Ayla. going, going. What's going on? Nothing. What's up? Not much. We're just sharing. Sharon is Karen. Sharon is Karen. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You have, a, you have a smaller group today. Yeah, yeah, so far, hopefully folks will pop in. I just sent the link over. I know a couple people hit me in the inbox and said, what's the link? And I sent it to I didn't know my password to log in, so I had a... Oh, I sent it to Mercedes. Let's see. You have a secure group on here. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I log in. Kelly, I sent it over to a couple people, so I don't know. I guess they'll nice. hop in. Hopefully they come in. Hopefully they come in. It's always fun when there's more folks just talk around, but it's okay when it's a quaint small group. You know? Yeah. It's all right. So, Rich, I got a question for you. Okay, yes, sir. What strategy would you call that for the less property that you were just talking about? You know, I mean, it's, it, I mean, we ended up doing a contract for deed, you know, um, it was a contract for deed where we just, uh, so the, the part about that was, um, you know, we, we fill, had them fill out, they filled out the contract for deed itself, uh, which, you know, spelled out what the payment terms were going to be. Okay. And, we literally, I mean, because of that weird situation, I was looking for a mobile notary and found out. And that was actually, I, un, I uncovered something I didn't know. I did not know UPS stores housed notaries. So I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I never knew that. So we decided just to meet at a UPS store that was open. And the, the tricky thing with there and why I needed a mobile notary was because he, get, he usually gets off a little later, like 530. By the time he got back to St. Louis from St. Peter's, it would be 6, 630, whatever depending on traffic, I guess these days, not too bad, but, um, so I, I was, nobody was even mobile notaries. So most of them were like, no, I'm done at five or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of crap is that? How are they going to be know, done right? at five regular hours? How are you going to get that I money? I, 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 was, I was like, well, what's the point? But, um, well, a couple guys were like, yeah, I do them late, but I'm not available till tomorrow or whatever. But so we got, got the contract for denotarized and then the, you know, the buyer take, took it up to the courthouse to report it. Otherwise, it's really null and void, right? If you don't record that, seller can come back and say, no, this is my house. You never get anything. 
So he took it to the courthouse to get an order you know, to get recorded. And then uh, they'll actually close with a general warranty deed when they're ready for that second payment. So it, it's spelled out, you know, that $5,500 is due on or before December 31st. But if they're ready, like November 1st, they can contact the title company that's already actually started title work on this this property for me. Um, they can call them up, say, we're ready to close. Because they already told me, hey, we're, when they're ready, we're ready. So I gave them their the title company's information and said, here you go. When you're ready to do the deal, close it. So they'll, they'll have, they'll go through a general warranty deed, standard, regular closing at the end of uh, when they make that second payment. Okay. Yep. Just another creative strategy. You know, you can buy these houses a lot of ways. Wholesaling is just very scratching the surface barely. You ain't even scratched the surface yet. You're about to scratch the surface. <laughs> That's how much stuff this thing, this rabbit hole goes so deep. So, and admittedly, wow. admittedly, that honestly, that that's I mean, if you want to call it strength, I mean wholesaling's been my strength. That's been the thing I've been focused on. I've been low-hanging fruit, I guess is what you can call it, right? But uh yeah. But you know, learning some creative stuff and then talking with Chris and things, there's there's so much more out there. I, I'm I'm excited to, to do more of it. Yeah, because I mean, you know, like you said earlier, it's all about what that seller's willing to do. And we ask every seller that comes in our pipeline, would you consider taking a monthly payment until we paid you off in full? They're either gonna say yes, no, or what the heck is that? That's all they're gonna say. Right. It's right. just a question. Some people say, sure, I consider that, because they'll get a higher price. You want this low ball offer wholesale price? Sure. But if you don't want to take that, take these turns. We can still make a deal happen and relieve and solve your pain point or your problem versus just trying to beat up people all the time and get it for two cents. At the very right. least, at the very least, if you can get the if you can get the seller to say something, ask a question or tell me more, you know, at least at least then, you know, hey, the door's cracked open a little bit. They didn't completely slam in your face, you know, so. They can at least be open to hear about it a little bit more. You have a shot. Yeah. And these uh, creative strategies work well for especially like expired listings and things like that. We buy a lot of houses that already been on the MLS and failed miserably because they were asking some number that nobody wanted to pay. You know, we might can pay right. something close to that if you do these terms, but nobody ever never presented that to them. They just assumed that, oh, well, some investor will get it. Yeah, we'll take it for $5. I'll take almost any house for $5. <laughs> almost was <laughs> the keyword. Oh, this hey, one, I'll, I'll take that one for five dollars, <laughs> and I and I put it right back out on terms at two thousand dollars. I don't care. Right. Exactly. Like I just said, the numbers are made up, and that's that's what sure. you when you realize how serious this stuff is, it, it, it's it's crazy. That's very true. Creating true. equity out of thin air, you know, every one of those deals that I get like that, I sell them for more than they'll ever sell on the MLS anyway. Yeah, we usually get a down payment. We usually get monthly payments, and we don't have to do any maintenance repairs dealing with. Tenants, toilets, termites, trouble, or any of the other stuff that go along with home ownership. That's right. And everybody's happy. So that's what it's all about, solving the problem, regardless of what's in it for me all the time. How can I beat them up and get it for $2? That's not always the answer. Because yep. there's a lot of uh, a lot of homeowners out here that I found that don't even care about money. They just don't care. They don't want to deal with that house. It ain't even about the money. They money is long, or they got inheritance, or they inherited the property. They just don't want to deal with the house. The house is the problem, not the money and all that other stuff. Yep, they got the headache. Right, they're the ones that got they're the ones that got burdened with having to divide up mom and dad's you know, estate or whatever, and they don't want to. They live in Montana, <laughs> whatever it is, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, they are. What's been keeping you so busy? 
I am sending out a property right now. Oh, right now? <laughs> I'm still listening to you. Yeah. That's waiting. awesome. No, I wasn't calling you out. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, look at her. She looks like she's typing. Let's bother her. No, I'm not. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, you're sorry fine. about that. You're fine. Uh, awesome. That, hey, get at it. Get at it. Seriously. <laughs> get that money. What the outcome is. Hello, Ms. Creasy. How are you? Kathy? Can you hear us? Oh, they're probably muted. Cassie's Kathy's husband. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I didn't mean to insult anybody. Uh, you got to unmute who, whoever that is that just came in down there. It looks like there is that Kathy. There you go. Can you hear us? I think she's on her phone. And if anybody else wants the link to join into the Zoom call, just shoot me a message on Facebook or shoot a rich message. I'll, I'll send you the link. I meant to put it into the description of uh, the Facebook group, but uh, I didn't do it this time. Oh, the link for getting in? Yeah. I, You know, I, you know, once bitten, twice shy, so I didn't. <laughs> right. Well, I'd put it in the Facebook group, but see, that other one, was, that was that's like out on YouTube, so anybody just jump oh, in, you know, okay. just random people. Because we are streaming live on YouTube, Periscope, and on uh, Twitch and Facebook right now. Let me see. Somebody's saying something here. Mr. Creasy there? Can you hear us? How you know you can hear us? Okay, I'm going to ask you to unmute it. Can you unmute your phone, your side? There it is. There we go. Hi, guys. How you doing, sir? Doing well. Doing well. Sorry, a little late. but uh... That's the cool thing about this. This is fluid. It's, you know, people come in, they come out, it's like a revolving door, you know? Okay. If you got All five right. minutes, hang out with us for five minutes. If you got an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is, hang out with us that long, whatever. Okay. All right. All right. So what what is it that you do? Well, we're just starting to get into the uh, the real estate part of it. Um, wife got laid off uh, with the COVID deal. She works at a hospital. And uh, we've taken, you know, we're taking this opportunity to, try something we haven't tried in a while my son my son does it and he's pretty successful with it so we thought we'd give it a try what, what market are you in well uh we're trying to wholesale properties right now we're we're in the st louis market because the illinois market seems to be so tough i'm having trouble with lenders and everything to get in that so now my son uh, he does a lot of the north county stuff um South County, I know, is kind of tough because there seems like a lot of competition there. But uh, it seems like there's there's a lot of buyers out there now. And I guess he got on the tail end of a lot of the uh, foreclosures, which was good for him. So, you know, we're just trying to uh, trying to figure out what, what might work. Dip the big toe in the water and see how it feels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not afraid. afraid. I'm not afraid of that. Uh, I've I've went risky before, but uh, you know the real estate is uh, is a good way to make money. I know that's right. And what was your name again? Uh, Mark. Mark. I know it says Kathy on there, so I say I know that's not Kathy. So then, Kathy just unmuted it for us, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kathy got got all that technology figured out, right? Mark? Well, this this is her phone. It's an Apple, and I, I I I'm an Android dude, so you know I I just don't do well with the with the, the apples so team android you know. roo, 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 roo. Mark yeah, actually, really. yeah. now that i remember mark actually worked with my dad back in the day oh wow 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story. One of these days, it's it's kind of long, but man, we were freezing. We were freezing working, and Cyril was just killing us, man. Just killing us. I'd, I'd love to hear it someday. But yeah, seeing Kathy there threw me off. But then as soon as you said Mark, I was like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So what what did I come in on? What what were we talking about? You know, we were just sharing a couple of uh, funny uh, funny deals. Or, yeah, I mean, I guess it was really two deals in one, right, Chris? <laughs> Chris yeah, we uh, we had a deal that was started out as a wholesale deal. The seller ended up backing out, flaking out, being crazy. Uh, but we had a buyer already locked in to buy the house. So we ended up shifting her over to another house and created another deal on a creative strategy with the same buyer and ditched the seller because the seller ditched us. Mm. But we the solved the problem for somebody at least. Then the seller called us back a couple days later saying, hey, if you want the house, you can have it. Like, yeah, oh, great. great. Like, We're good. We're good. It's all right. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll teach them. Yeah. They'll be uh, back eventually yeah. begging because it's kind of hard to do those houses. You know, it, I think that price keeps going down lower and lower, doesn't it, Chris? That's right. <laughs> you mess around with me, my price go down. I, I mean, you got uh -huh. the best offer. I was on here the first time. That's uh -huh. right. Absolutely right. Absolutely. Yeah, I know that's so, right. Uh, so, what kind of marketing yeah, are you doing uh, to, to attract your motivated sellers, Mark? We uh, we're just starting to get into the marketing aspect. You know, trying. We've got to find. I've got I've got four properties in Illinois. I'm going to sell, and uh, we're moving to Missouri. And we're going to we're because Illinois isn't that friendly. We're going to work mostly in Missouri. So. I've got four properties. I'm kind of trying to get rid of those right now. Uh, working on a, a deal right now before I got on with you guys. Um, and so we're trying to buy a house in, in Missouri right now and a house in Illinois uh, just to flip. But, um, you know, ideally, I'd rather be a wholesaler than have to do all of the uh, rehabs. So you said you're looking to buy over here in the St. Louis area. What part of town? Well, I mean, uh, we have we have some good buyers that we can sell to. So as far as um, I can buy just about anywhere on the St. Louis, uh, St. Louis County and into uh, St. Charles County. That's where they they want us to be. So we have some good buyers there. Like I said, I just haven't been able to find the right houses. Because, like, you, you, you know, you got a bunch of wholesalers on here. We got deals under contract right now. Talking about something. Right, what you talking man. about? You looking to buy. We got hey. I got at least seven <laughs> deals under contract right now at all times. Hey. <laughs> nice. nice. OK, that's good. I mean, that's that's why I'm, I'm connecting with you guys, because what I've seen in this business and like most businesses is having good connections. If you have good connections and good, good uh, working habits, you're going to you're going to be successful. But you got to know the right people, and you got to get those deals before other people do. Right. So that's true. That's, that's true. What and what did you say you had available, uh, Orlando? You said you had a couple of deals. I got a mixed unit, um, commercial slash residential. It's off of Gravoise and Loftborough. It's right across the street from a Quick Trip. Oh yeah, that's the no barbershop. The barbershop. Exactly what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking My about. My brother used to live on Kings Highway, right there off of the Gravel and Loft Borough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a property fact, right still, over there. Yeah, he has a rental there too. I mean, he lived there and then he moved and kept it as a rental. 
Yeah. I looked at two houses. I looked at two houses about three miles from there uh, last week. And uh, the one was uh, on MLS already, but it was cheap enough, man. It went the same day. I, I told my wife, I said, we ought to buy this one. And we didn't. And it was one day on MLS. And then we looked at one that was private by owner. They had their window and the, they had their sign in the window. And uh, it had been a house that his their mother and father had had. And uh, nobody's been in it for like 10 years. It's been vandalized. Honest to goodness, the house, I, I don't even know if you could pay $1,000 for it and come out. It had everything just tore to pieces. Still had the old shingles on the outside that were the asbestos. So, you know, I don't know if you can even do that. I don't know if you I don't even know if you can put siding over that stuff. I think you have to take it off and get it thrown away, don't you? Or not thrown away. But Depends if it's disturbed. If it's like cracked and stuff, yeah, you, you got to have those taken take out professionally. Yeah. But if they're not disturbed, it's, it's my understanding. I don't, again, you might talk to a professional, but it's my understanding that you can put, put it over the top of it. But I don't know. Uh, everything in this house was disturbed. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. I, I, I don't know what, I don't know what you could do. And what area you say it's in? Which area? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the street. It, it won't come to me right now because I'm trying to think of it. North County, South County? Huh? <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Is it North County, South County, or is it in St. Louis? Where is it? It was, uh, it, it was about a block and a half from uh, Bebo Mill. Oh, $1,000, I'll buy it. Well, yeah. the guy's wanting fifteen thousand for it. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, all right. But I don't even know. I don't even know if you can give a thousand for it. I'd give a thousand for it, and I don't even need to see it. We'll find somebody. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. Yeah, I will I, close I, on I it. Got you. <laughs> right. I, I got you. I'm. I'm with you. It could you know, be. What he was asking for it was just a whole lot of money for what was left. You know. Hmm. But the other house that we passed on was twenty nine, and we should have bought it because it would have been an easy flip and. The comps, the comps supported about sixty-five, seventy thousand. There, we probably should have done it, but we just got in a little bit late on that one. Gotcha. So, timing is everything. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, Orlando, that that mixed-use building was it a was it a barber or a, or some kind of license place or something like that? Um, or was it right next to that or a tax um, like a, an attorney or something, some kind of like traffic law something? I think so, but there's been so many new uh, businesses in that area. They have like a CBD store oh, yeah. right next to it. That's right. Um, but I mean, the location is. If, if it's Quick Trip across the street, what else you need to know? That's like right, saying that's Walmart exactly. right there. That's, exactly. That's, that's, a, that's a good area. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, the guy actually uh, had it on the MLS. For like four oh five. Oh yeah, that's high. Uh, yeah, but then he then he dropped it to three oh five. Oh jeez. So then we got it actually lower than that. So nice. uh, is it is it a big is, amount of space or is it just like a little section of that big building over there? No, it's it's two it's two buildings. It's actually two and one. So the address is six nineteen six twenty one hmm. Gravois. Upstairs there's a three. Uh, apartment buildings and downstairs there's two commercial spaces and one is completely rehabbed um the, the property's been in this family for 40 plus years he's honestly he's under it right now covid kind of hit him 
hit him at a bad point. So he really just wanted to get from up under. And uh, I called him, reached out to him, got it at a good price. The only thing is uh, me finding comps for a property of a mixed use yeah. of a commercial building. So I can't, I couldn't really find any. So now I'm trying to partner with a realtor, uh, with a commercial realtor to see if we can put it back on the MLS at a good price point. Um, I mean, he still has rehab material in the property that he doesn't care about. So our strategy is to kind of use everything that we have in the property, as well as the potential, as well as the location to sell it to an investor. And, um, you just gotta find that that investor who's who who will fit that criteria for that property. Do you know? Do you know the rent? Like what the rents are and stuff? Because I was just saying, if you can't, if it's harder to find comps, maybe you can go the return on investment, you know, or the or the cap rate, you know, uh, route. Right, and that's the direction that we're trying to go in as well. We're getting the rent roll. We're getting uh, possible grants in the area that he can use for the property for commercial properties. We're trying to bring every. Uh, benefit that we can for that area to um, market it to an investor to say, hey, all of this is included. This is the potential. And we're going to use the mess out of Quick Trip. <laughs> and, 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 and the reason I was asking that is because, you know, Quick Trip is known about a, the building across the street, right? They come over there and knock it down and put their gas station right there. They might be your buyer. Huh. I they, didn't they, think about that. They just did the same thing in South County at Bayless yep. and Lee May Ferry. They yep, they yep. knocked that stuff down and built a brand new one right across the street. They did it in a couple of places, I think. They might be your buyer. And you know, that, that particular gas station you're talking about was a gold mine for 25 years. Hell yeah, I wish they, I'd have got in on it back in the 90s or whenever they came yeah, out. They just they had to, <laughs> I don't know why they had to build a new one. Maybe QT made them build a new one, you know, but that's a lot of money. Is they got money to still, blow. They make too much money. They got to spend it. And it's still the old model. So that, like Chris said, they're, that, that store is still the, their old model. They may be looking for something like right across the street to build the new model. Yeah, knock that yeah. building down. They don't care about all that cap race stuff. Knock it down, yeah. build that gas station right across the street. That might be your model yeah. if it's big <laughs> enough. You know, that's why I asked about space. That's a good point. Right. It's, um, I think it's a little bit under 4,000 square feet. Cause I'm just now starting to dibble and dabble more in a commercial. I just happen to have three commercial deals under contract. <laughs> okay. So how, I mean, how are you dealing with the commercial side of it? Uh, so one of them, we're probably going to be closing this week. Uh, I'm, we're going to, uh, I structured it to where we're going to sell it on terms. I structured it for the buyer and the seller. And I just put it in for me to get a marketing fee. Um, you know, cause I wasn't going to buy it. I mean, I could have bought it and did it and let me stay in the deal, but with the way this lady was, I said I'd rather just get out and just let them uh, deal with each other for the little year and a half. Because mm. okay. if I get in it, I want to stay in the long term. I don't want to be in for a year and a half. I want to be in 30 years if you let me. That's how you get exactly. rich in this game. Exactly. And that's why I wanted to build that rental portfolio. Me and my wife was talking about it. The, the potential has, I mean, the property has so much potential in the location. And we were thinking like, man, maybe we should keep it for ourselves and, you know, find you know, some renters and maybe cash flow in, in two or three years. And, uh, but honestly, at this point with me being so new in real estate, I don't want to get in over my head. Uh, I would rather learn in other avenues. And um, so, so would, know, that, would, would that seller finance it to you? Uh, you know, this, 
that's something that I haven't thought about, honestly. And see, that's why, I, and like you were just saying a second ago about looking at all aspects, I be looking just that's the way I see every deal. I know nothing. I just know to ask good questions, see what they're willing to do, and see if we can work something out from there. Because that might be your investment property. He'll finance you. You just do the stuff for it. You don't have to front all that money. You know, you might have to put something into it to fix it up or whatever, but you rather learn on somebody else's money than your own. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. And you know, that's uh I know there's so many different strategies and thought processes that you can use for these properties. Uh, you know, at the same time, I'm in it for the long haul, so I don't have to learn everything at once, but I am a quick learner. So even by listening, listening to you, Chris, you know, it had me, I'm taking notes. I'm like, wow. Okay. What strategy was there? You know, down payment terms. I live in the creative space, man. That's the world I live in. I'd be like, how can I create a deal? How can I stay in the deal? Matter of fact, I don't even want to wholesale nothing. People ask me all the time. Do you wholesale uh, subject twos? Why would I wholesale when I can make way more money, get a big old check, stay in a deal and never get out of it and get a check every month. I got a house right now that's been paying me for almost two years that I have zero dollars in. I could have wholesaled that deal and I would have had a check and been done with it. But this house has been paying me cash flow every month for since December of 2018. What if you had like 20 of those? What if you had about 50 of those? You'd be out of work. Exactly. Now I'll still be working, but I'll just be using that to get even more deals. But I'm saying you don't have, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't be uh -huh. on the grind of work. You would be right. getting money for just, you know, making money in your sleep. There's right. There's that freedom, you know, that freedom of, you know, people talk about the free real estate, give you freedom and, and, you know, you quit your job and whatever. That, that's one part of freedom it can bring, but it also can bring you the freedom. And, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but there's a certain kind of freedom of working your job, knowing you don't need your job. Exactly. And I don't mean that in saying, so it means you don't care about your, I don't mean that. I'm just saying, but there's that, that mindset, you know, that, you know what, if I lost my job tomorrow or if I got fired or whatever it is. Okay, big deal, you know, and part of freedom too, right? Exactly. You got to do it. I got what 12 streams of income plus what 10 houses. So all of them income streams come in whether I go to work or not. <laughs> wow. You know, so that's what you want to have money coming to you. You want to wake up and say, oh, wow, an extra $500. Oh, wow, an extra $2,000. Oh, wow. However much just came in today and I didn't do nothing for it. And let me let you know a secret. You ready for it? I'm ready. It's okay to be paid for doing nothing. What? It's okay to be paid for doing nothing. It's okay. I just got to let you know that. Everybody think I got to go see, how can I go work harder? No, work smarter. Put yeah, a system that's... on it. Put some software on it. Put a person on a hire um, employee. Invest in your business. Invest in yourself. And that's how you can scale up. That's how you can change you know, generational curses and all the stuff people be talking about. That's how you get out the rat race. So true. So sober. I agree. I agree. So don't feel like you have to go work even harder. No, work smart, set up good systems, and, and make your money. That's mm -hmm. that's really it's not even rocket science to me. You know, I'm like, shoot, I'm trying to find out how do I stay in a deal and get paid forever if I can, possibly. Right. Yeah. Right. It ain't gonna be forever, but close to forever is good enough. Twenty years is good enough. Thirty years is good enough. Forty years, whatever you want to give me, I'm all in for it. Mm. <laughs> So true. Because we bought a house you. down here in Oakville, no money down, 0% interest from a person who had a free and clear property. He just wanted to sell it. He lives two hours away. He don't want to keep coming to St. Louis. Bought a no money down, 0% interest on a 10-year balloon. I solved this whole problem. Pay him $750 a month. I got somebody living there, pay me $1,200 a month. I keep the difference. 
I don't have to do nothing. And they gave me eight thousand down to move into the property. So I have no money in the deal and it just pays me every month. What if I had about 50 of them? That's what I'm just mad at. I ain't got more of them. I'm like, I need to find more. Right. One is nice, but 20 will be even nicer because now you're out the rat race. So true. So true. But it's just a mindset shift, like Rich was saying. It's you know, it's it's a whole shift of thought. You know, you can't just lock yourself in a box. Say I have to do it this way because that's what they say. No, I'm looking at all options. All options are on the table. What all the presidents said for the last 30, 40 years. All options are on the table when they want to saber <laughs> rattle. What they say. Yep, yep, yep. And that's, and that's exactly what you want to do. That's right. You have to. So uh, what are you doing as far as uh, marketing Orlando to find you some uh, sellers and things like that? I'm driving for dollars and I'm cold calling. I do a lot of cold calling. Um, I talk to a lot of people every day. Um, So I get the hang ups. I get the cursing out. I get the um, who is this? You know, I get the I get it all. I get get my number. Yeah. How'd you get my number? wrong number don't speak english <laughs> you know? me no speak no i yeah. had i had one today i'm not kidding you it's the same i mean every time my phone call it comes over on my my regular cell phone number i've had that number literally since it was began since it first came out 23 years ago um when i worked for at&t wireless when they first launched in st louis and all the employees got the numbers they had in a pool this was before you could take your number and you remember back in the day if you canceled with one carrier and went to another carrier you got a new phone number well mm-hmm. um this was before that so they gave us our numbers before we even launched in st louis so nobody else had these phone numbers so i've had this number the whole time in the last three months some skip tracing service or something has been given my number as this guy named van that's got a house in st louis that if i was really mean i'd be going out trying to find man myself because i know people are trying to find him he's on somebody's list <laughs> but i haven't so the person kind of ticked me off. I've had this number this whole time. I've been like, you know what? This morning I got the call, and, and, and before she said anything, I was like, you looking for Van? And she's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, all right, is this Van? And I, or something. No, no, I, I answered the phone, and she said, yeah, sir, uh, I don't know if you're the guy who owns so-and-so, such-and-such. And I was all right, we're trying to find the owner of such-and-such. I go, you are? And she thought I said, yeah, that's me or something, because she's like, oh, sir, we were wanting to know if you'd like to sell you. I go, I never said that with me. So that wait a minute. So you're telling me they were so locked into this script they didn't even listen to you. Exactly. That's wow. the script, right? Absolutely. It's like what well, it says next thing I gotta say is this. So I better say it no matter what the thing they said was here. So it's like, look, no, take it easy. I said, I'm a real estate investor too. I'm just trying to have a conversation with you. I know you're looking for van, right? And she's like, uh, yeah. I was like, I'm not van. Um, I don't know why you got my number, but so then I started trying to have a conversation with her, like, so. Are you a real estate investor? Are you a virtual assistant? And she's like, yeah, I'm a virtual assistant. I'm like, how, how are things going? And she just wanted to move on to the next part of the conversation. I'm like, look, I've already established I am not fan. I'm just having a conversation with you, maybe sharing some, share something with each other. And she just, I was like, look, I, it's okay. I know you don't want to have a conversation. You probably got 50 other phones you got to call, phone numbers you got to call. Let you know. But uh, it was just so funny that, you know, she, I just, oh, I was like, I'm just gonna, all right, be open and have a conversation with this person that's calling me, thinking I'm banned. But, wow. Are you, are you driving for dollars, Orlando, and then skip tracing the 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 properties you identified during driving for dollars? Yes, yes, and I know there's um, I know there's you know Deal Machine and uh, other systems like that that I can use, um, but at this point, 
I'm trying to track. I'm tracking a lot of what I'm doing with different KPIs and okay. I'm seeing um, the cold calling, how long I cold calling, how many numbers are abandoned, how many I hit. And mm -hmm. uh, just trying to see what works right now. Once uh, I think once we get maybe a couple of more deals closed, we'll try a different systems, see how they work. Sure. Um, but really just tracking, just yeah. tracking everything right now. So, yeah, I completely understand what you're talking so about. So do you like doing a cold calling yourself or what? <laughs> I do. I do. The only thing is like, like today, man, I, I had a really busy day. I, uh, I met with a realtor. I looked at a property. I made calls. I get up at like 6 a.m. in the morning, uh, took my took my kids with me, uh, cooked breakfast, uh, seen my wife for lunch. Uh, so the day was really just kind of moving and moving. So by the time I made my calls from from three o'clock to uh, six, I was like, hey, this is Orlando. You know, I was, <laughs> you know, it was a little sluggish. Yeah. I didn't have that upbeat like I do at 8 a.m. when I got my cup of coffee and I'm like. Hey, you know, man, I speak to such and such and such. So, uh, so yeah, sometimes it's a little demanding. It's a little trying, but uh, yeah, it's 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 all me right now. My wife, she helps with uh, some sale points. She has some experience in sales, but it's just us right now. Um, so yeah, we're just doing a lot of networking uh, and just kind of just honestly, man, I'm enjoying it. Even I, I've even lost on a, on a deal. I lost like 500 bucks on a deal, but I learned so much, uh, from that deal. I don't look at it as losing. I look at it as learning. Um, so I'm either winning or I'm learning. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, next time I'll get the property a little lower. I got it at a certain price. Um, I kind of believe the seller a little bit instead of doing my own due diligence end up finding out that it wasn't, that hot of a property in that area, but I learned. I was like, okay, next time I'll make sure my numbers are are accurate. I'll make sure my my comps are, you know, on, on point. Uh, I'll make sure I have some some buyers in that area. Just the whole experience. So wait a minute, you saying the seller said that the area was hot, or what is it that they kind of lied about? Well, I, and you know, it was just my own eagerness. Honestly, I found out that he was a rehabber, and he was like. Uh, yeah, man, I just sold this other property and sold for 140 and stuff. And so then I looked up the property. I said, man, this didn't sell for 140. It sold for like 132. And he's like, yeah, the property across the street just sold for this. And I'm thinking like, you know, this this was like maybe a couple months ago, maybe almost like a month and a half ago. And I'm just like, man, I just want to get in. And, you know, I just want to get under contract. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I got it under contract. And so I'm marketing it, you know, to different buyers. And they're like, um, we don't see it. We don't see the ARV at that number. And so I was like, well, you know, I, I talked to a realtor and they, the realtor said, hey, it'll go for this and it'll go for that. And I'm giving them everything that I've put into it. And they're like, yeah, we don't see it. We can offer this. I'm like, there's no way I can take that. I would lose, you know, at least 10 to 12,000 on this house. There's no way I can do it. And um, I ended up talking to him and he was, I was like, can you know, can you go any lower? He's like, no, I can't go any lower. So I end up having to have him sign a mutual release and uh, he signed a mutual release. He got his earnest money and, um, you know, it was just it was just a learning experience. I took it like, hey, I paid five hundred dollars for this learning experience. But uh, so he so he basically was not willing to renegotiate at all. 
Not at all. So wait I a think, minute. You say five hundred dollars. So I guess that was a uh, what non-refundable or something, or what was it that you gave? Them? That was that was the earnest money. But I mean, didn't your contract protect you where you shouldn't be able to lose the money though? Yeah, yeah. Um, There's no way you can lose money wholesaling. I mean, I mean, I guess there is a way, but I hope there shouldn't be any way you should lose money to a seller while you got a deal. If your contract is right, I don't know what paperwork you're using. But you definitely right. got to make sure, you know, that, you know, it's subject to inspection and subject to, you know, approvals or whatever out clauses you got. And that's what should have escaped you out to get whatever money you put up back. Right. Wow. And see, look, I just learned something right there, man, right. Uh, because, you know, my contract is simple. It's a one pager, but it definitely has inspection period. That's what you it need. Has contingency. Simple. One page. Yeah. And they got all the clauses and everything. I'm getting out. The yep. And I ain't giving you a dollar. <laughs> so I mean, so so when so it, so when using, it, Orlando are you using an option contract or an actual like purchase and sale agreement? It's a purchase and sale. It's a standard purchase, uh, earnest money, the the right. fee, and then underneath it has all the contingencies, all the clauses, sure. and um, you know I've never gotten to that point. I never got to the point to where I had a property and it didn't sell. Even when I did it years ago, it sold. It sold. So I never got to that experience to say, hey, I can't find a buyer for it. But in that scenario, I mean, what do I do? What do I say? I need to fill out another form or do I just tell the seller, hey, my inspection didn't go through? I, I, I tell them straight up, you know, we did some due diligence. We did some research and, uh, you know, we got one of two options here, Mr. Seller. One, we can, uh, you know, we can cancel this deal all together and uh, let bygones be bygones. Or if you still want to sell it, we need to be at X number amount. We're ready to go and get this thing closed up. Now, that's after you got a buyer already. You know, you're not going to have that right. conversation before then. But once you got a buyer that wants it, hey, yeah, we can do it. But according to the information we researched and did some more, you know, we needed a little more repairs than we thought. We need to be at this number here. If you can do that, we'd be more than happy to get this thing wrapped up quickly for you. Close it up in a couple of days. Or if you want to back out, I completely understand. But you're not, you know, we're, we're willing to just let it go if you want to and let them make so their I mean, own decision. So what is the process? Do I talk to the title company? Or, I mean, is it another piece of paper that we sign? Or, I mean, yeah, you can do an addendum if you need to change the price. I wouldn't change anything on my original. I would just add a sheet to say original price was this new price is that um, and everything else. And uh, original contract stays the same. Something to that effect. Right. No, I mean, I understand that. I've done an amendment before mm -hmm. to where I've changed the closing date or I can change the price. But I mean, to the point to where I can't uh, sell it like the like the instance where I lost the five hundred dollars instead of me losing the five hundred dollars or I contact the title company and say, hey, due to my inspections or whatever clause I got. Yeah. As long as your clauses is on your original paperwork to say subject yep. to inspection and we went and did our inspection and we found this and this and that. We're not closing on it. And if you can't work something out between you and the, and the uh, seller, then you just cancel the deal and get your money back. They can't take your money for it if your paperwork's right, though. That's the trick. Right. If your paperwork ain't straight, then you up a creek without a paddle. This whole business right. breathes through paperwork. Yep. People get in the way. The properties can get in the way. But if your paperwork's straight, it don't matter. So the earnest money really don't matter then either. Don't matter. And I only give them $100. And I don't even really give them that. I, I put $100 will be held at escrow. And I even have bought houses for ten dollars. Exactly. Not only just do that, I usually put a hundred just to make them feel better. It's just an extra zero. Right. I mean, I don't know. But I have actually bought houses for ten dollars earnest money. So <laughs> yeah, all my all my contracts say ten dollars. I think out of all my deals, I've only had three people 
ever come back and say, can you, can't you put down more than $10? That's it. And, and I, it, matter of fact, I mean, when I come to him, I say, look, it's $10 down, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just say, look, that's just, and that's just so that the, uh, the title company go ahead and start work because I put some money down on it. You know, right. that's, and when they say, when they say that you can, I mean, if, I know we're not really having that conversation, but you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of on those three people. I, I lost two of them. I did. I lost the deal because I just wanted going more than that. I, and they wanted like five somebody wanted 500 i'm like i'm not putting 500 down i'm not buying yeah. houses i put 500 down in every freaking house i put under you know that i buy or whatever i'm not gonna have any money to buy the houses right i mean that's right that's somebody but um the, the other person uh we're like oh okay that, that's that's fine it's like look we're gonna close this really super quick anyway so Right. Would you rather have five hundred dollars sitting sitting at the, at the title company, or you want your five thousand, you know, whatever, fifty thousand in in a week or two? You know, so. Wow! Wow! So wow. yeah, it's all about positioning yourself in the right spot. You don't ever want to put yourself locked in. You want to leave yourself <laughs> with options as well, to where you can, uh, you know, basically get out of a deal if you don't want to. I mean, there's many deals that didn't make it. I didn't lose yeah. a dime. I've never lost a dime on a wholesale deal like that. Maybe in marketing and stuff like that, you can say you lost money if you want to consider that right. loss. But that's an you know an investment. But as far as giving somebody money, five hundred dollars, thousand dollars, and all that, nah, it won't happen. Impossible. It's impossible if yeah, you yeah. do it right. As long, yeah, like Chris said, as long as you're wording in your agreement. I mean, you never, right? We never enter into agreement, you know, thinking, well, I'm going to be able to get out of this, right? That's not. I mean, you get into agreement thinking, right. like, yeah, I want to make some money. I'm going to get this deal done, right? Exactly. You have those contingency clauses to protect yourself, um, and then. Sometimes the if you do have to back out, I mean I've submitted it in writing. You know, I'll let, write a letter, send it to them if you wanted to, make sure they have it if you want it in writing. But um, otherwise, I'm yeah, I'm like Chris said, calling them, just telling them here are your options. If it does end up not going through, I think the most title companies ever had me go through was like the um, it's a mutual termination letter or something that you both have to sign. I don't know if that's their underwriter requiring that or what, but I, when it all comes down to it, as long as your paperwork's right and as long as you're following your your clauses, you'll get that money whether they sign that mutual release or not. Exactly. So you should never be able to lose no money on no earnest money to somebody, unless wow. you know, unless you said this was a down payment and it's non-refundable and it's completely you know saying all of that. But I would never do that. So you're good. You, yeah. I mean, you learn from it. It ain't no biggie. Lisa went five grand. Lisa went fifty grand. <laughs> I lost. I wouldn't about, even do that much. I think I lost seven grand on a deal before, but that went on a wholesale deal. That was on a house I bought. I'm gonna do a, a wow. case study on that coming up here in the next couple of weeks well, on one of my right. Monday nights. <laughs> I uh, I actually closed on a house one time because it was so super cheap and it was like sixty five hundred bucks. So I went and closed on it because I had a buyer lined up for eleven five or something like that. So I was gonna make five grand on it. I reach back out to them to hey when are we going to meet up to, to sign the papers and they're like oh our buyer our buyer isn't uh, our, our our not our buyer i'm sorry mm-hmm. our money guy is not funding that that area anymore i'm like what so i got screwed and ended up selling somebody else and i lost like 2500 bucks or something but it still was like man it sucks to do that yeah you live and you learn and this real estate yeah. stuff can be you know it can be a stressful thing, but you know, you're going to take your lumps. You'll always make more money than you'll ever lose. That's the one thing, you know, if you stay at it, stay consistent, you know, and uh, like I was saying about that cold calling uh, Orlando, have you thought about letting somebody else do the calling? Um, like a virtual assistant. 
if that's what you want to call them, I don't. I got three of them. Or I got four virtual assistants now, but two of them be on the phones every day. I'd rather for somebody else to make them calls than me, because I mean I do yeah. it, but I would prefer to know that consistently somebody that's an expense that's in the business, somebody else is gonna get her done, because this is a labor-intensive type thing. Somebody got to do it, whether it's you, the right. wife, kids, virtual assistant, somebody got to do it, and we can't ignore that, you know. That's true. I I've thought about it um when we closed our first deal but um i don't know it's just still at this point i still kind of want to uh, wait till i get maybe a couple more deals until i start scaling until i really kind of outsource different uh parts because you know it's it's marketing it's it's, it's walkthroughs it's contracts and it's closing you yeah. know it's not really it's not it's not overly hard you know it's just I've, it's just me building that system, seeing okay, hey, between these times it works, between this time it doesn't work. Uh, so yeah, I, I've definitely thought about it, but um, I know I don't know how this may sound, but I don't know what type of response that other people would get when I'm using my voice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and that's a, and that's a, I guess that's a kind of you know your own business, your own baby type thing. You know, where you see like, hey, you know, nobody's going to work right. how I work. Yeah. It's a control. But that's the thing, though. That's, it's just getting leads. All they need to do is find out somebody do want to sell and get some basic information and pass it off to you. And you do all the real, you know, or pass right. it off to somebody on your team or whatever to do the real stuff. But that, you know, I would call it grunt work. I'm passing right. it on, man. I can't do it. If you can get somebody to do it for $4 an hour, why would you be doing it? You know what I mean? Just being. Can yeah. you get somebody to do it for $4 an hour? Maybe even less. They, they live in the Philippines. Huh? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying that it have to be four dollars, but five dollars, seven dollars. You know, it's a cost of doing business. If it costs you two hundred bucks a week or a hundred bucks a week, wouldn't it be worth it to free up your time to spend four hundred dollars a month on having somebody else do nothing but manage yep. all the junk Absolutely. you don't want to do? I mean, it's, it's pennies yep. in real estate. Four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. What's that? Mm -hmm. I would rather. You know, I've been there, right? I mean, yeah. we've all been there. When you start out, yeah, it's like, holy crap, I can't spend four hundred dollars a month. I, I'm not making that. You know, right now I'm paycheck to paycheck or whatever. I get it. You know, but once you've done a deal, take some of that money and and look into, hey, maybe I can hire a VA to make these calls. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and maybe that's all they do. So maybe they're not working. You know, so it's four hundred dollars a month. Maybe all they're doing is calls. And maybe it's only hundred dollars a month. Yeah. All they do, all they got to do is the basics or any kind of spreadsheets, all that type of stuff. I let them do all of that stuff. They run the whole front end of my business. I do not mess with that stuff. I let them do the calls. You know, they even built up the pages like our websites and stuff. I mean, I showed them how to do the stuff. That's the only thing. That's the only catchback. You got to train them or have videos. I got a bunch of videos to show how to do pretty much everything within the business. But once that video is created, even if somebody else came in and say, here's what I want you to do, here's a video on how to do it. If you got any questions, let me know. And it's a step-by-step walkthrough showing exactly how to do that task, whatever that task is, and I don't have to go back and do it. But even if I have to go in and work with them, that's worth it to me because I would rather spend a week training you up, two weeks training you up, and free myself up to go do other stuff. Your time is more right. valuable closing a deal than it will ever be being on a cold call call. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. your, 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 your skill level is higher than you know, like I was saying earlier, grunt work type work. Right. Or doing right. spreadsheets or all scrubbing numbers and moving this and that. Man, I'm I'm paying somebody three or four dollars to go do that stuff, man. I ain't finna go do that. Why would I go do that? Not saying that it's not, you know, it's, it's a thing that I wouldn't ever do, but it comes a point where you have to see where is your time most valuable. You know, time is your most valuable asset, and you don't want to waste it on something that you can task out for a hundred bucks. 
So true, man. So true. I mean, time, you know, you hear time is money, right? I'm just going to capitalize on this, Chris. I'm going to capitalize on this because I love this saying. I was at a real estate investing uh, weekend seminar one time. When I got first got in, I paid 200 bucks. My wife and I went to this real estate investing seminar. It was a fortune builder. And it was actually, you know, this was back in the day when they were still having some of their guys, like the real guys coming. So, um, you know, they, they actually had uh, <laughs> one of the guys from the show actually did the weekend seminar. Right. It wasn't one of the guys they hired. You know, so anyway, and, and he was telling us the story, whether it was a made up story or it's a real story. He's talking about his grandpa. Right. And how you know he, uh, he and his grandpa were really close and his grandpa got sick. And that was a big reason why he got into real estate. So he would have more you know, money to help with, like, you know, the care of his grandpa and stuff like that, even. And uh, he's like, you hear all the time. Time is money. Time is money. Time is money. But time isn't money. Time is everything. Time is everything because what would you spend? What would you pay to get a little more time to spend with a, a you know deceased loved one or you know, whatever? Time is everything. Or to spend time with your family or to travel or do all the things you ever want to do in life. You don't want to waste your time because Father Time catch everybody. I got a little gray hair coming in right there. What you talking about? Father Time will get you in the end and you'll look back. And that's the only thing I think about with this real estate stuff. I should have been doing this 10 years ago. How long have you guys been doing it? I, I flipped my first house in 2006, but but then I took a little break when everything broke down and, and, and crashed and uh, got back in it. Uh, 2013 is when we formed our business. So seven years now. Seven so, years. yeah, I, I actually closed my very first wholesale deal August of 2018. I went on and closed 17 wholesale deals in my first year. And then, I, I, like I said, I got about 10 houses already. So, And I just hit my two-year mark. I just hit my two-year anniversary, I think, about a week ago or something like that. So wow. two years strong, 10 houses hey. strong, coming hey. in, bring them on home. So it could be done. And I ain't, I feel like I haven't done enough because it's a lot of deals right. that fell off, that didn't fall, you know, didn't go through, or I didn't follow up. I lost a lot of deals from failing to follow up. I mean, I'm I'm going to raise my hand on that one. You caught me. Failing to follow <laughs> up is my biggest weakness. And that's why I try to use software, systems, other people, uh, VAs, whatever I can to keep me on track because I know what I'm strong at and I know what I'm not good at. If I know I'm not good at it, get somebody that is good at it and let them do it. Let them do it better than me. I want them to be better than me on the phone for all yeah. I care. Be if great. You don't enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it or have time to do it, have somebody else do it. Exactly. And that's why I asked, do you like cold call? And that's the reason I really asked it. Right, right. I mean, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i don't um but i mean it's i don't look at it as something i don't enjoy i look at it as part of my business it's it's something that needs to be done so uh man i've had so many jobs for so many different owners and i mean i've worked hand in hand with the owners i mean i've learned so much from these owners and uh it's gotten me to this position um uh, to where it's like if I can work just as hard for you, then I can work even harder for myself. Please do. So, oh, and I do. So when I get up in the morning, I'm elated, you know, to the sense because it's it's not, well, oh, I got to make a cold call. It's no, I have the freedom to produce in my own company, to invest in myself and to my family. So eventually, yes, Chris, I will definitely outsource cold calling um, every point of wholesaling. And then if we get into flips or if we get into the creative financing, and honestly, that's something I honestly want to talk to you about is the creative financing side, because I find it very interesting. 
um, how you can market certain deals or structure certain deals to where you don't have any any equity in the beginning or any sweat equity. Uh, any I, I, equity. I'm sorry, I didn't add in to those 10 houses. Guess how much money I got tied up in them? <laughs> Let me guess, it rounds with hero. <laughs> a goose egg. How could forget buying a house? Get paid to take the house. House, right? That's powerful. Uh, I, I don't even feel is. right coming out my lips. <laughs> but it's a reality, you know. So it seems like it's not yeah. real, but it's real. Right. Um, we got a couple of questions over here on the stream. We, we, we got time for a couple of questions. Yeah, man. All right. Let's see. They over here having a good time. Let's see what we got here. Uh, Dingy over here on uh, YouTube says, "Are you using a dollar? If so, is it a single line? I guess that's for you, Orlando." Yes, I am using a dialer. I'm using call tools, and uh, it's a power dialer and it's a predictive dialer. So mm -hmm. what I do is I've uh, integrated it with Podio, to where when I get new leads or if I get some new information, I uh, I force Podio to update that information. That way, I'm not copy and pasting. But yes, I do. I use call tools. Cool. cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. What about you, Rich? You using something? Uh, you know, I, I use, uh, so depends when I, if I'm doing ringless voicemail, cause I'll do ringless voicemail, um, on my co on, on, you know, before I start dialing back, calling back, cause I don't want to sit and, and, and hit 50, you know, no good numbers or, or whatever. They'll call me and tell me, take me off their list. Cause they're not the right number. I don't know who you're trying to get a hold of or whatever. So I use a, I use a, a, um, a service called drop to do my ringless voicemails. Um, they're super, super cheap and pretty good. I've had pretty good success with that. So um, I've also got, you know, I, I'm not trying to sell anything on the side. I'm saying if you're interested in that and you want to check it out, let me know. I can send you like a whatever code to, to get you a special rate. So let me know if, if you're interested. Again, I'm not selling anything. Yes, you are selling it, Rich, and I'm going to let you sell it. I'll, we want right, to help people good. out. It ain't even about selling. We want to let these people know about these good tools if they're working. You know, they can That's try right. it for themselves. Right. It's, no, it's not that yep. you made them do it and then, hey, you can check right. it out. If it True. works, it works. If it don't, yeah. it don't. It ain't no biggie. Yep. Ain't nothing wrong yep. with selling something. <laughs> no, I know. But I know, not, I, yeah, I just, like That's part of the thing, and you know, trying to get people out here. Yeah, say, that, hey, join our groups. We don't sell anything. We don't upsell. We don't get you to join a men men mentorship. Yeah. We don't. Well, we don't. I mean, but it's still, you know, we want to help people out, though, because it's a right. lot of services. And that's why I always ask people, is it working for you? Is it bad? Is it good? What's the upside, the downside and all that? What about you, uh, Mike? Or, or what was it? Mark? What was your name? Mark. Mark. Uh -huh. Yeah. What are you using for dialing? We're uh, we're just signing up with Dream Machine. I don't know how it's going to work. I, you know, I don't know what to expect. Uh, your idea of uh, paying someone to do it. And I would imagine that uh, they would probably be a little more motivated if I gave them a base pay and then a special commission when we did get a house, you know, I guess uh, kind of like a little little bonus if they actually, you know, turn out getting a house for us or giving us a lead that we can actually get one. Um, <clears throat> but I think that's a great idea. Now, these because uh, I'm telling you right now, when it comes to cold calling, I'm, I'm not the guy. Yeah. Uh, At least you know your strength. <laughs> Yeah. Right, and, and I do, and I really do, and that's not, man. I I don't want to be on the phone. I want to be out, you know, trying to work and get something going. So, yeah, I, I definitely, if, if we do that, we probably will work some kind of deal with uh, one or two people that uh, would call. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. And yeah, so we've uh, I've used call tunes before. We canceled it. We're using something I call IQ dial. So we do uh, you know calls, texts, emails, all that stuff within the same thing. In fact, there's a whole list of all the services I recommend at wokerealestate.com. Everything that I use in files and all that type of stuff too, as well on some of them. So that's what I always you know I, I share all the stuff that I use. So people say, what do you use for this? This is what I use. You can try it out. If it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. Don't blame me. I just, right. you know, <laughs> uh, I got, hey, I got hey, Chris, $99 a month and you get all these tools. That's a difference. Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. Everything I use is at WokeRealEstate.com. Uh, Lucy, got, uh, Lucy got a question for you, Rich. Oh, yeah. She says, Rich, what has been your experience with PropStream? Would you guys suggest a person hire a VA right away or just drive for dollars and cold call on their own? Um, I use, I mean, I use a, a competitor software called uh, Real RealFlow. Um, it's, it's not, and, and I'm very interested in trying crop stream. I'll be honest with you. I haven't yet. Um, only because I, you know, I, I listened to the video and I know, I think even Max Maxwell said, look, don't do it unless you've got seven days to focus on it and actually put into it because, you know, you get that free seven days and then, like anything else, you try the fancy shiny new thing and, and you maybe find out what it can like 10% of what it can do, you know, if yeah. I'm going to make a switch on what I already know and my systems in place to try something better, which I think PropStream probably is better in some aspects, but I want to be able to dig in and bury in and uh, even over a weekend and give it a hundred percent effort, but I haven't done it yet. I use real flow. Uh, I, I do. I like, I like it. Um, and then what was the second part of that question? I'm sorry. Chris. I was asking, uh, would you suggest person getting a VA early on or focus more on cold calling and driving for dollars if they're just kind of starting? If, man, if, if people are just starting, honestly, I don't want to tell people, hey, go spend some money you don't need to do right away. It depends what your budget is, really, honestly. If, if, if you've got a budget that, that's in place that you can get a VA, absolutely. I'm a big believer in, you know, peel off some things that you either don't want to do or don't like to do and peel it off and have somebody else do it. Of course, you want to spend the time to show them how you want them to do it. I made a mistake the very first time I hired a VA. Uh, I thought they were already a real estate VA. I was told they were a real estate VA. So obviously they must know how, what to do. So go ahead do it here. I'm hot. You're hired. Go find me some leads. No. So that was not the case at all. So lesson learned, don't do it that way. Make sure you know what you want them to do. And like Chris said, he's got training videos. If it's not a training video, write it down. If nothing else, handwriting, even if they, they'll, they'll figure out your chicken scratch. If they can't, they'll ask you. Uh, but if nothing else, write it down. Like, here's what you do when, when I get a, re a return postcard and I send it to you, I want you to do step one, go to the, you know, obituary. Step two, do the, you know, whatever, and write out exactly what you want them to do if you're going to hire a VA. But if your budget is it so that you can hire one now, absolutely, even when you're starting out, have them do things for you. Uh, otherwise, um, you know, I, I do, I for what Orlando's doing, if nothing else, and I, I still make calls myself sometimes, I'm not doing ringless voicemails. Um, is that uh, you, what you can do yourself? You will learn from. You're going to pay for it one way or the other. You're either going to pay somebody to make the calls, or you're going to pay for it in time, and maybe blood and sweat too, <laughs> <laughs> and a tear, and tears, and, and tears. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to pay yeah. for it one way or the other. Just you got the money to do it, or you have the time to do it. Guys, I've only got about two percent on my wife's phone here, mm. but. Uh, and then if I go in there, the grandkids are making so much noise. So but, drop something uh, heavy on them, Mark, before you leave. Drop something heavy on them. Drop something heavy on them? Yeah. Are you guys? On you know, everybody. Anybody got any properties I can look at tomorrow? 
Yes. There you go. <laughs> all right. Yes. Oh, put uh, your uh, name and phone number stuff in the chat, and Rich will get all our contact yep. information connected. Yeah, put okay. your name, phone okay. number, and email in the chat here, and I'll make sure everybody on the call gets it. Yep. That's okay. one of the benefits of joining us on the Zoom is you get everybody's info that's on the Zoom. That's right. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I'll be a little more prepared this next time. This is the oh, first time I've ever. Hey, I do have a, I do have a complaint, Rich. Okay. Hey, you got to use some kind of different software than you use, man. This makes me look old and fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I do upsell Zoom, uh, you know, uh, filters. Zoom filter. You upsell them. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, thank you, yeah, guys. No, it's it's nice right? meeting you. And nice I will I'll follow up. Thank you, guys. All, All right. Have a good one. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks, Mark. Okay. Yeah. Right. Two weeks or even next, if you got time during the day next Tuesday. We're going to have our Hooties House Buyers Club between 11.30 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. Same, It'll be the same type of thing. If you already registered once before, you're going to get that email uh, with an okay. invite. So if not, stlvip.list.com. Right. I, I, I look forward to that. All right. right. Thanks, guys. That's right. That's the website. You, ST, stlvip.list.com if you want right. to get on a notification. <laughs> okay. All right. Have a good day. So, yeah, uh, for Lucy's question, yes, um, Prop stream is, is okay. And plus, I got a new app. I just downloaded it to the phone and I haven't even tried it yet, but I'm actually going to be going out to try it um, here in the next couple of days. I downloaded it. So I did the first step. I just didn't do anything else with it. I'm going to go try it out and see what it really can do, you know, because uh, like you were saying a second ago, Rich, there's a lot of stuff that I've been on it for probably, I don't know, seven, eight months or something, but that thing has a lot of features and stuff you'll never use. I mean, it's information overload. That's really the best way I can put it. It's so much data when you can get MLS data nationwide, vacant house data nationwide, absentee owners nationwide, all this stuff compiled into your list and more divorce, bankruptcy, all these different types of lists, any type of list you can think of all in your computer and now even on your phone that's connected to your thing on a computer. So you add stuff on there. And I'm actually going to have a... Uh, Burton from PropStream come on on uh, August the 10th. He'll be on my Monday night show. I think that's the 10th, whatever the next Monday. Yeah, August the 10th. He'll be on to give a full walkthrough of the app and all that type of stuff to show exactly what it does do. And if anybody want to get the free seven day trial, what's the link? Wokesource.com. <laughs> Rich, everybody got something free. Yeah. I've got it. Wokesource.com. <laughs> Um, what a real follow-up question about that, though. What would you say, Chris, for what you do? What is the biggest, shiniest, flashy thing about uh, PropStream? More leads than you can even process. Have you ever been like, oh, you ain't got enough leads? You lying to yourself. It's impossible. You can't even pull 10,000 leads. I, I've never pulled that many leads off of it. I mean, I think the most we did was maybe 5,000 in one month, but I never even got to reach all them people. It was too many. It's more leads than you can digest. You can't call enough people. You can't, gotcha. you know what I mean? And even if unless you're doing like multiple markets or something like that, and, uh, you know, 10,000 leads is a lot to do in one month. You know, that, that's just information overload, like I say. So it makes a big difference there. Um, let me see. I think we had a couple of other questions in here. What else? Um, good evening. All good vibes, they say. Good evening, everyone. Lucy says she likes IQ dial. Chris put her on the desk system, and it's nice. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. She said, thanks. Great answer, Rich. Talking to you. Awesome. And somebody else had another couple of questions. There's so many things here. I'm trying to see them all. Oh, okay. Somebody over on Periscope say, how do you double close if it's not available in your state? Ooh. 
So like it's, I mean, if it's illegal, you know, if they don't let it because of, uh, you have to actually have the funds to do it or, or they just won't, you know, they won't do it or, yeah, man. I have I mean, to do, yeah, probably have to do something called transactional funding where you have somebody else front the money for 24 hours or however long where they make a percentage on their money real quick and they'll buy it, close on it, and then you just sell it right back to the other person. I guess that's still a version of double closing, but there's always yeah. legal loopholes around all of this stuff. So people say, you can't do this. You can't do that. There's a way to do it. Believe me. Yeah. There's always then, a way. Yeah. And whether it's, I mean, you find out what your state's regulations are on that. Maybe some of them might have a 24 hour seasoning, may have a 72 hours, whatever that, whatever that span is that they don't consider it a double closing anymore than just make sure you got transactional funds for that. Yep. I, uh, I agree with you, Chris. I know a, uh, a good friend of mine, he recommends transactional funding and he charges 2% on the purchase. It's not how much you make, but it's on the purchase. Okay. So, yep. Cool. I know that's right. So they, uh, they make money real quick. 2% yep. in 24 hours. Yep. Right. <laughs> what is that on annually? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They doing that. So, you know, Hey, 2% quick. And how many times you can flip that same money? Yep. Yep. As many times as you want. And see, that's the thing, you know, money's meant to move. It's a currency. It means to flow like a current, not sit in a bank account and die, not sit in a 401k and wait till I'm 65 or whatever the rules are. And, you know, all that stuff. You want to work that money. How do I get this money out to work? I don't want a bunch of money just sitting. I want it out working for me. That's my soldiers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's see here. Uh, Denji wants to know, I want to ask if there's a, I don't know if y'all have this, a comparison between Pro Propelio and PropStream, but I think I'm hearing the answer. They want to know which one is better, if you even had them. Mm, yeah. I, you never I use mean, them? I, I've never used Propelio. I just use my RealFlow. I mean, I really do like RealFlow. I do. And, I, and and it has a, lot, a ton of leads, too. I just think I've got to check into what specific types of leads that maybe PropStream has better and more than, than RealFlow. And I'm, I'm hearing a few things. What is it that? What, how much is well for a month? Um, it, I got it on a on a special. It was like forty nine bucks a month. I think you can either get a forty nine bucks, maybe ninety nine bucks a month. Um, for your single user, mm -hmm. and I think forty nine bucks a month is pretty pretty standard. And that comes with uh, comes like hosting two sites. You can have you, you basically you can have a buyer site and a seller site, um, as well as uh, I think you get. I want to say you get ten, maybe not. You get ten landing pages. Um, you, want, you got to go out and buy your hosts and, you know, get your hosts and, and buy your domain name and everything yourself, but they'll, they'll uh, house them for you. It's great. I mean, it's pretty decent. I, I mean, I, I really do like it. I, I'm not I'm trying to talk myself out of it. No, but there's some things I really want to see what the flashy bells and whistles are with, with uh, PropStream. Yeah. I've been using a, a, a free service. I don't know. Do y'all like free stuff? I'm going to drop a gem oh, on y'all. Y'all like free stuff. Wait a minute. I heard somebody in the back say they want some free stuff. I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> I've been using, a, you know, he just mentioned landing pages. I've been using uh, MailChimp for some yeah. free landing pages. I mean, it gets the job done. I actually bought the domain, forwarded it to the MailChimp link, and it looks like a regular website. So somebody okay. go to the website and go right on there and see a list of properties for our rent to own properties, or they can go on there and see a list of properties as far as our cash deals. They can add themselves right to the email list right there on the page as well. So it, it kind of takes out a lot of the stuff because I'm a systems guy. How can I put a system on this stuff and forget about it? I don't want to remember this stuff and oh, how do I do that? I don't remember nothing. Put it on a system, forget about it and go back and live life. That's what I'll be trying to do. So yeah, MailChimp, that's what I've been using for What's some free up? landing pages. 
what, 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 give, what's one of the addresses of your landing page? Uh, you can try uh, cashleasepurchase.com. Cashleasepurchase.com. That's for our rent to own deals. Or you can look at buyforcashstl.com. All spelled out. Buyforcashstl.com. That's for our all cash deals. It's got, it's just, it's just a landing page, but it's got, you know, information yeah. and everything you need right there. So are they both targeted to buyers or do you? Target so yeah, but then I have another website. No, that's for dispositions. That's those okay. both are for dispositions. So one's for rent to own creative people that want to know how does the program work? How much down? How does it work? How do I know if you're a scam? It's got a lot of frequently asked questions right on there on the cash lease purchase site. And then the other one is directed specifically for cash buyers. Okay, cool. So if you want to buy on terms, we got a site specifically for you. You want to buy for cash, we got a site specifically for you. Don't ask me nothing. There's a those are the properties that are available. If you want them, go get them. And then when they click on a picture, it opens up. Got pictures, video, walkthrough, all the information. So only thing you need to know is can I come see it and can I drop an offer on it? Not ask me about the house. I don't have a lot of conversations about houses. But what do you think about this? I don't know. You see it. You can come see it. I ain't going to make you sell. I ain't going to sell it to you. I'm going to let you sell yourself. <laughs> True. True. So, you know, that's what I do. What are you using for that? You said you're using RealFlow for the two things or what is it? Yeah, I got a buyer site and a seller site. You know, um, so I, I try to try to keep it a little different because I don't want to, you know, obviously you don't want to send your your sellers to the site that's got all the listings of all the houses you're buying and you're <laughs> trying to sell somebody else. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then I've got uh, like my STL VIP list is, is a landing page site um, through them as well. And yeah. So I've done what do they do with the uh, emails? They put them on a list just for you or some or they go into like something else. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So it, it feeds them into contacts, into my contacts. So it immediately just dumps them right into my contact list in real flow. So I, I then see my, my contacts are and add them to then my email, my email list. Uh, I use, I was using MailChimp for like my emails and stuff, uh, mass emails, but I don't know what the heck happened there. And I'm kind of got a, a little pissed off at, at sorry, a little ticked off at uh, MailChimp. And yeah. Use, and see, and here's another thing. little small hack for MailChimp. You ready for this? It's a little hack. Yeah, yeah. I got five accounts with them. They say you can only do like so many things. So I got five different accounts too. Okay. See, okay. see, I'll be hacking. See, I'm a hacker for real. I don't like telling everybody that. I'll be figuring it out. I'm like, how you figure that out? I try stuff. See, I'm always trying something new, trying to figure out another way to do it. You told me that too. Whenever I told you the first time I had that problem, you're like, make another account. <laughs> I was like, no, I was, that's when I was like, no, screw that, man. <laughs> right, so I right. Use, I use Moose End. Uh, right now, it does basically the same thing. And what are you using, Orlando? For like, you doing anything as far as emails and stuff like that? Or um, no, not at the moment. But actually, with PropStream, I've used it uh, as a landing page. I kind of finagled it a little bit. I used the pictures, and I used uh, as a marketing tool for my buyer. So I said, "Hey, you go to this, you go to this page right here, and then he gives you your own website." And then I put my asking price, ARVs, everything, the pictures, the links. That way you ain't got to, I don't have to keep giving it to you in the email. Hey, go to this landing page. You see the pictures. You see what I'm asking. You see what it's about, this ARV. So I kind of tweak PropStream a little bit um, nice. in that manner. So, so wait a minute. So you're saying they go to a link and it's connected to PropStream? Yeah. So they have landing pages yeah. there too? I didn't even know. Yeah, they do. Damn, they see, do. I didn't even know they had landing pages on yeah. I don't even and then it, let, it lets you know how many people have landed on the page, and nice. uh, it's once they put in their information, it goes straight to your email. 
Right. That's what somebody else just said in the uh in the comments. Ooh, PropStream has landing pages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Can yeah. you get like when, when somebody puts in their stuff, you get an email and like can you set it up so you get a text message too? Um, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure. Um and I've only done it with one property. Okay. Um that was a property that I had in Tower Grove. Gotcha. And um I just put the pictures. I, I you know you can change the font. You can oh, change the color. You can change it to make it as presentable as you want to. Nice. And uh, I did that. And, you know, the link, they put in the information that they're interested. I gave them a phone number and it all shoots back to my email. So I know who's interested and who's not. Right. Yeah, because that's what I did with the, uh, like I said, that cash site. That's just a, a landing page, but it got multiple properties on there. Like it got some residential deals, a couple of commercial deals, and even on the top it say add your name and email address if you want to be notified for more. And then I don't have to do nothing. It just adds up people organically over time. If they want yep. to be notified, good. If you don't, then don't. It ain't no biggie to me. Yep. Cool. Yep. I know that's right. So let me see here. I think that's let me see if we had any other questions out here. He said, I'm sold. So yeah, if you want to try a prop stream <laughs> for free, go get the free seven-day trial at wokesource.com. Tell them Chris sent you. <laughs> but you'll be hooked i mean that's the only thing i thought about yeah. posturing is i should have had it the day i started the business that's the only thing yeah. i the day i started i should have said straight in there and get it i didn't get it till six seven months after the fact or whatever but yeah. i should have had it day one but you know it's becoming more popular now everybody got all the right. data yeah. that's the thing i may have waited too long no nah, not really and as i say there's so many leads and so much stuff you can't get to all these people it's almost impossible you can't chris i agree with you so much information on prop stream there's so many analysis tools they got cash flow tools rehab analysis um rental portfolio uh marketing pages they even got it now to where they if you set a certain criteria you can uh it'll do it automatically it'll send up every niche that you have um, automatically and send it to you so you don't have to keep searching your area and saying okay these are property you set your your niche or whatever list that you want to hit so y'all get emails all the time 50 new properties 20 new properties mm -hmm. and, uh, and like you said the app as well i just tried the app last week um i think it still needs a little bit of work they always I mean, do you would, you yeah, would think that yeah yeah I, I, and, and i use it on an android so it may be work better on apple but uh you know um it works good uh you can use it for driving for dollars it tracks your driving um but i still haven't um i still haven't really dove too deep into it but uh I, I i like it i like what it it gives that, me my comps what is that running a month i'm just curious um it runs 90, 97. Yeah, it's 97 bucks a month let's say it's 100 bucks i mean when you yeah. think about it, it's 1200 bucks a year i mean how much more stuff i mean with that much data where you never have i used to buy one of this for five or six hundred dollars i bought this for that back in the day from right. list yep. source and all of them i bought yep. lists like damn that this was high and they charge you yep. per person and all that Nah, it ain't none of that over here. You can pull as many as you can handle almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. multiple markets. You can say, I want to be in Kansas City. I want to be in Texas. I want to be wherever I want to be. And you can go there. Let me ask you one quick question about it. Because the, the like real flow, you can get to you can get to probate leads even, but you got to pay more for them separate. That's the only kind of lead that you got to pay extra for. All the other kind of leads, it's just, you know, if you want, if you want the uh, you know, absentee vacancy or whatever, that's fine. Um, do, can you? Is there a filter for probates? 
Um, I'm not sure if it's an actual probate in there, but I believe, I mean, you can get some, but I don't know if it's actually in there or not. There's so many filters. I know there's divorce. I know there's bankruptcy. I know there's absentee owner. I know there's vacant. I know there's expired listings. I know there's active listings. I know there's, um, actually, I could have just pulled it up on the screen and seen. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing right now. So it's a lot of stuff on there. It's like, it's so much. It's kind of like, good night. If they include probate lists uh, or leads, I'm, I'm canceling them all. No, I'm sure. But just try it for free probate. first. Go do the seven-day trial and play around seven, with it. Like I'm going to start my seven-day burial, bury myself into it. Yeah, and just go try it out. because And then you'll see exactly what they're doing. You'll say, man, it's more than I can even handle. I can't oh, yeah, call all these it. people. Yep. So let's see yeah, here. They got uh, liens, bankruptcy, divorces, equity, mortgage. Uh, Pre foreclosures, bank owned. Yep. What else yep. is this? Looking for that P word, the and magic probate. golden P word. <laughs> you know, I've been looking. They got for child support videos. liens, mechanic liens, yep. solar liens, yep. HOA liens, tax lien. Uh, let's see here. Um, I want to say they do rich, but yeah. I don't, don't see quote it. me on oh, it. Yeah, that's fine, man. It's okay. I don't know was a perfectly good answer. We actually I, I, we actually I, used something else for that anyway, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's like real fast. We're gonna get it so fast nobody even knows it was even in there. Uh, I wanna know I about before it get printed. <laughs> I wanna get it before it get printed in the newspaper. Yeah. I wanna get it on the way to get printed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hijacking the printing truck. <laughs> Give me that paper, man. Don't put that out. It's got a probate in it. I'll buy all the newspapers. <laughs> yeah, and that's the whole thing. So, you know, this stuff makes a difference and it can be done. Anything you want to do in this business, you can do it for the people yeah, listening absolutely. and watching. We got about 18 people in here watching on a couple of streams right now. So, so that works. Melinda's would pop up and tell us she got a deal done while she's, you know, been been off her video and on mute because, you know, she, she said she had to go. You know she's making it happen. She said she had to go. She down in Texas. Oh, yeah. yeah. San Antonio. That's right. That's right. Making that's that right. money. All right. Any other questions or anything from the audience here before we wrap this thing up shortly? Uh, when is the next one, Rich? And how do people sign up again for people who want to get so on? The next, the next one of these in the evening, 6 p.m. is uh, two weeks from now, which is going to be August uh, 11th, I believe. Yep, August 11th. So August 11th, 6 p.m. Central Time. They can register. If you've already been registered, if you've already been on one of these calls, on the Zoom call, you're already on the list, you'll get an email. But if you want to double check, you can always, or if you want to make sure, or if you've never been on the Zoom call itself, you can register to be on the Zoom call at stlviplist.com. You'll get the email. I'm trying to get better at sending them the email than, better than the day before or the day of. Well, that's um, about when they need to see it anyway, because they ain't going to remember. That's you know, true. People, it's true. We got busy uh, lives. We can't remember what's happening right. tomorrow. Just check it the day of then. <laughs> right. About two hours in advance, and then you'll get them all on there. That's right. I and sent then, the uh, yeah, so stlviplist.com. Uh, otherwise, if people want to get on the Hooties House Buyers Club monthly meeting, I mean, anybody that got this invite is going to get that invite too. Um, so that is next Tuesday at 11.30 a.m. Central Time. We usually we go two hours. It's a hard cutoff at two hours. Uh, so 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Central Time. All right, cool, cool. What about you, Orlando? You got any closing statements, closing questions, anything you want to drop on us heavy? Yes. 
Resistance is futile. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, that's the long one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah, that's the old one. You gotta you gotta play a certain game to know that one. But uh, no, I just want honestly I want to thank you guys uh for the information and the experience that you provided with me, and I'm sure everybody else who's listening in and watching. Um again, I'm new in the field. Um I'm learning just like everyone else and I'll, you know, continue to learn. So I just appreciate you guys' time, the platform that you're using so we all can connect in this uh, real estate game that we're all in to learn and help each other. So Absolutely. I appreciate it. I hey, do. Thank you. Bud. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I put my uh, email in there as well. Chris at WokeRealEstate.com. Anybody want to invest, connect, deals, JV, all that stuff. I'll look at anything and I'll tell you, it's junk. Or I'll tell you, yeah, let's do something. <laughs> Chris at WokeRealEstate.com. So, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, I got this deal. But like, ARV, 100000 I got it for ninety. Yeah, it's probably not a deal. So, you know, <laughs> now they'll take some turns. I can create a deal if they'll do it. You know, I'm all right. about creating something out of thin air because that's where the wealth is created from, in my experience. True. And, uh, True. and that's, I mean, that's the key, too, also, is, you know, I mean, I, I love helping new new people, too. So if people want to connect with me and say, hey, can you work these, you know, work some deals with me and, and show me how it's done? I love doing that. But they've got to also be willing to hear a no from time to time. You know, like somebody says, hey, will you go with me to go look at this house? And I'm not picking them. OK, I'll pick on it. Uh, this house in North City, it's four bedroom, two bath. It needs about. $300,000 of work. They say the ARV is going to be about $500,000 and it's right there on St. Louis Avenue. Uh, and, and it's not, and, <laughs> and it's not crown candy. Um, then I, I may have to say, no, man, the numbers don't work. They don't, we're not going to waste our time driving there to look at it. But you know, most of the time I'll be like, let's, let's talk it out and hear, hear more about it. Maybe what's the motivation? What's the seller sound like, you know? Um, are they open to more than just a, you know, are they flexible on price, you know, whatever. So, but they got to be willing to hear no. Cause I, I remember I was new. I, I wanted to go see every single house I got a lead from, whether it was a deal or not. And you waste so much time doing that. And every single person will tell you that usually, right? I mean, everybody that's been in the business for a little bit, they've been on some calls and, or they've been on some appointments and they've seen things don't work out sometimes when you get to house and it, doesn't quite need the four thousand dollars in work they said it needed. It needs more like twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars in work. And you're like, crap! I just wasted my time completely because they're hard set on seventy thousand. I need to be at, I need them to be at twenty thousand. You know, so don't don't do it. Don't waste your time. Numbers don't work. Don't convince yourself you can get them. To work. Exactly, and I'm a big advocate of having it under contract before I ever go see it. I lock up a property in a heartbeat over the phone over the internet and then go see it with a cash buyer if I'm not going to buy it myself. See, virtual, I came in the game virtual. So I said, what? I ain't got to go see the house. I ain't got to go meet the seller. I ain't got to go run from their little mutt dog keep jumping up on me. I ain't got to go see that crying baby. I ain't got to go do none of this other stuff, but I can get the deal done. <laughs> that paperwork makes that paperwork. That's all you got to remember. It's true. I like that. All right, family. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks or less. Two, one week if you're doing the one or two. The, the the lunchtime, and if you're coming back on a six p.m. one like this, that's in two weeks, and uh, we'll be back just like that. Sounds good. Thanks, All everybody. Right. Thank nice you. Talk to you, Orlando. You too. All right. You too. Peace see you later, Melinda. Hope you got a couple deals done. You know she did. Getting all the deals on there. <laughs> got them all.
Leave <laughs> some for the rest of us. Exactly. Can I get a deal? All right, that's how we do it, family, right here. Each and every other week, we do this live stream just for y'all. Let me put my camera back on. Let me see here. Bloop. Can I do that? Bloop. Give this video a like. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a share. It helps boost us in the algorithm. Um, we do this every other week with Rich Groves, so make sure you um, like it. Let's see what we got here. I had a deal earlier, Chris. I tried looking for your contact information, but ended up sending it to Faster House. Really? How can you not find me? I'm the easiest dude on the internet to find and say Chris Monroe STL. Just put it in Google. I'm the easiest dude to find in the, in, in the world. There's no reason to say I couldn't find you, Chris. Chris Monroe STL, WokeRealEstate.com, any of that type of stuff. Just put in Chris Monroe Real Estate in Google and you'll see me like this. It's no excuse. It's no excuse. <laughs> Looking for your contact information. I'm not that hard to find. But Chris Monroe STL on all social media if you're ever looking for me. So I'm not going to be that difficult to find for the next one if it's a real deal definitely can work it out so um that works any other questions comments concerns before i roll don't forget this video is being brought to you by woke skip tracing.com your number one source for all of your skip tracing needs let's see you say lol exactly i'm like what the heck come on man send it to me don't be sending no deal out there wrong with you man let me get nothing in what up what up homie whoever that is i can't see you you got to hit that description down it's a link down in the bottom of the description there to say who you are and it shows your face it just gives permission for them to show your name on here the last bottom link at the bottom of the description here all the way at the bottom but what up with you either way and don't forget we'll be going live this monday night who we on with this week we're on with chris bruce detroit mogul on instagram talking about how to flip real estate virtually He's been in the game, I believe, over 10 years. He's been in the game for a minute. So we definitely want to come in and pick the brains of the veterans of the game so we can actually know the game, so we can flow the game. So that's Monday, August 3rd, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Central. Make sure you're tuned in for that. That's with Chris Bruce on that one. The following week, uh, we'll be on, like I said, August the 10th. We're going to be on uh, streaming, talking about uh, the, some a new app, that's out on the phones and it'll help you out with all your stuff. And uh, we'll be doing that with uh, Burton. Uh, check that out. And then also don't forget to join the free Facebook group, Woke Real Estate Investors on Facebook. Talking about subject two, talking about lease options, talking about seller financing and so much more. That's the Woke Real Estate Investing Group on Facebook. And if you're looking for contracts, cool gear or coaching, all that and more is available at WokeRealEstate.com. Go on there and check it out. Over 200 free real estate videos so you can learn everything from the Ruta to the Tuta in regards to a real estate. That's WokeRealEstate.com. The following week, we'll be on with uh, Antoine on August 17th. August 17th, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. We're on with Antoine Campbell. He does a lot of good deals as well. I think he's in five or six markets on the East Coast doing deals virtually, wholesaling, and multiple markets and he's good with the VAs and stuff too so we definitely want to bring that brother on and see how we can connect and get some more checks all right if you ever want to be notified of these Monday night live streams all you have to do is text JV to 31996 text JV to 31996 that'll get you the joint venture agreement that works with wholesalers real estate agents and other real estate investors 
and you'll be put on the notification squad so you'll know when we're going live. Just text JV to 31996. All right. So I appreciate each and every one of you. Like I said, follow me on all social media outlets at Chris Monroe STL. That's Snapchat. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. That's YouTube. Don't forget the YouTube with over 200 free real estate training videos to learn everything. Chris Monroe STL. Simple as that. Google it. Be Googleable. All right. So do what you do. Be who you be. And I'll see you before you see me. Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com.